All right. Before we start today's episode, we are brought to you by Elite Sweets. Elite Sweets is redefining the way we think about sweets with the Elite Donut. Elite Sweets also just launched their new shelf-stable donut, which is phenomenal. I personally think they taste better than the older donuts, um, and obviously they can they can sit on your shelf or in your pantry. You don't have to keep them refrigerated anymore. So these new donuts are legitimately awesome. I love them. I will be honest, I have probably way too many in a given week. <laughs> they are truly delicious. You got to try yours. They also launched a new flavor, maple, which is now my new favorite. So get yours today at EliteDonut.com or on Amazon. Either way, use code ShaneWhite30 and you'll receive 30% off your order. They honestly are one of the best go-to snacks. They're high in protein, gluten-free, they're keto-friendly, and they only contain one gram of sugar. They are my go-to when I, I want something unhealthy, but I... I'm tracking my macros and they allow me to hit those. So give Elite Donut a try today. You will love them. I promise. We're also brought to you today by Routine. Routine is a product that has become a staple in my daily routine, no pun intended. What it is, is a single serve packet that contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt all six essential electrolytes and no sugar. Uh, these guys taught me that when you sleep, you typically lose between a pound and a pound and a half of water, mainly from just sweating while you sleep. So when you wake up and you weigh yourself first thing in the morning, part of that is you're just dehydrated. So what I started doing is using their morning routine product. I just put it into a, a cup of water first thing in the morning. Um, and honestly, it you feel the difference right away. You feel like you're rehydrated. I think most people wake up and don't realize how dehydrated they are, especially if you had any drinks the night before um, or didn't hydrate before you went to bed. So really, you just tear one of these single-serve packets, dump it in water, shake it up. You're good to go. Trusted ingredients, made convenient. You can get yours today at yourroutine.com. If you use code ShaneWhite30 at checkout, you'll get 30% off your first order. Give morning routine a try. It honestly is another item in my pantry that I use every single day. We are also excited for a new sponsor, NeuroRoast. Today's episode is brought to you by NeuroRoast, a company that is dedicated to helping you optimize your brain function and overall well-being. NeuroRoast's flagship product is their premium mushroom coffee, which is made with an organic single-origin coffee and their signature blend of five different functional mushrooms, cordyceps, lion's mane, reishi, turkey tail, and chaga. Mushroom coffee is a new and exciting way to supercharge your day. Unlike regular coffee, which can cause jitters and crashes, mushroom coffee provides a more balanced and sustained energy boost, allowing you to stay focused and productive throughout the day. And with NeuroRoast ground and instant coffee options, you can enjoy the benefits of mushroom coffee wherever and wherever you need it. And here's some great news for your listeners today. NeuroRoast is offering an exclusive discount just for you guys, the listeners of the Shane White Show. If you guys use code Shane White during checkout at NeuroRoast.com, I'll add that link to the show notes for you guys. You'll get 30% off your order. And you can choose any of their options, ground coffee, instant coffee, any of it. Use code Shane White for 30% off your purchase. 
it's an it's an awesome product. Um, these guys, I will tell you, um, are just good, good people. They're creating a very innovative product in a space where I think there's been a lot of confusion around mushrooms. And what's really cool is not only becoming a sponsor, um, Moomin, who is one of the co-founders, he just came on the podcast. So we will actually be featuring their whole story here in, in an episode very soon. Um, so definitely check it out to learn more. Um, but again, use code Shane White at checkout to get 30% off your order. I think you guys are really going to like this. It's a spin on coffee that allows you not to have that crash, those jitters. Um, try it out, man. This is this is a cool new product. And these guys um, are really doing something special in the coffee space that has been a space that hasn't had a ton of innovation over the years. So one last time, code Shane White for 30% off your order at neuroroast.com. That's N-E-U-R-O-A-S-T.com. All right, everybody, the show is up next. All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show, Rich. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. Thanks for uh, inviting me. I'm, I'm pumped to finally. We've been talking about this for a long time, I feel like. I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen. I was supposed <laughs> well, to be there with a cocktail. I know. Come on. I know. I, I screwed up. So if anyone's watching this, um, this and switch, well, it's my fault. I just don't know what I'm doing. Um, the, this in-person setup, I like upgraded everything big time. I was usually just using like a super shitty USB mic. Um, but this is like the, the pro mic. So this so is that's like new. Yeah. So I have two of them. But I didn't real like I got one new. This is like a this is called a boom arm, and this has like this cable that runs through here is like a special cable that runs to the amp. There's like a whole setup over here. There, there's one on the other side of the table that you were gonna use, but there was two like there's like a nut that I needed for that arm that didn't come with it that fits the microphone, and then a different cable that the one I bought didn't fit that microphone. So I just screwed up. I just is you that know. a sure is that a sure mic? Yeah, this, this is like the okay. Joe Rogan mics. Yeah, Got it. These, these Joe are like Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I so, know your favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't hire me. I actually talked to them about oh, really? an opportunity. Wait, and sure, mics. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, they were, cool. I think they're in Rosemont, but oh, are they in Chicago um, company? They're in Rosemont, I think. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, the team is here. They're so, definitely. Maybe like, they're spread out. I don't know. I mean, they're definitely the the major leagues of of you know microphones for podcasts yeah. and everything. That's why I didn't know that was a Rosemont company. I thought I had no idea where they were from. That's I really think cool. I'm, that, my, that's my memory saying Rosemont. Yeah. I might be completely off. They are in Chicago and area. Um, very cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, very interesting. Well, yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll have you over. I, I was excited because I finally got this all set up down here. There's like a legit setup to have people in person. You were going to be number one. Um, We'll, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Um, but for everyone listening, Rich, give everyone uh, a little bit of a background of who you are and where you work, and then we'll we'll back up and we'll get all into it. But we'd love to give everyone just a brief intro of who you are. Wow. Um, who am I? Um, right now, um, uh, I'm running technology for a commodity exchange company called uh, Global Smart Commodity Group. We're out of Chicago. Um, we're a startup and um, 
we're focusing on, you know, some, so we're providing services for some needed underserved commodities, some of which, you know, have been really taken advantage for years. Um, and we, we see an opportunity um, to help out a lot of people um, cool. on, on, on both sides of the supply chain. Um, and of course, make a little money doing it. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. uh, it's, it's a win-win-win um, for everybody. So Very excited. Cool. I've been in this position for about two months. Okay. Oh, it's been that long yeah. already? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I guess October. So. Okay. All right. Well, congrats on the new role. Uh, it sounds really cool. I'm sure we'll get into it. And for everyone else who's listening, the other funny thing is Rich is my neighbor. So <laughs> we were, this is the, also why I was going to be in person because he literally lives, what, 10 doors down from me? Yeah, uh, like so we're doing this remote, but we're like 10 houses away, which is hilarious. Um, well, cool. Well, let's let's back up too, Rich, because obviously you're a, you're a CTO now. I mean, you don't go from from no experience to to being a CTO of any company. So, yes. would love to back up and understand what did you go to school for technology, like college, so, undergrad? Um, I was a geek forever. Um, you know, somehow my grade school way back then uh, had two Apple two C's uh, or two E's uh, that we used to use and actually were able to take home. So I, I was, I've been a geek forever. Wait, so what are, what are those? Are those, are those like, those aren't the ones with the colored backs, are they? The colored backs. You know, the, no. are you about the, I'm thinking of the Mac. It's, like not, the it's pre-Mac. It's even oh. pre-Mac. They, it was like a little box. Um, and then you put it on, like you connect it to a green screen. Mm. Um, a really big, don't, don't think flat, think, you know, really wide and deep, um, green screens. And, uh, yeah. So, um, so I was developing like forever. Um, you you know, my friends in high school used to like drive by my house and see this like green orb coming from my, my room. Cause there I was on Fridays and Saturday nights, just, Oh, so you were like, you were like, like coding and stuff back when that was like, was that back? You were like an early adopter of that? Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I was having fun, like doing, uh, text games, um, early on. The first thing I did professionally was, um, kind of a, a financial app for my brother. We say Mm. app. It wasn't an app back then. Yeah. Um, but for, for my brother who owned a restaurant and anyways, blah, blah, blah was a geek. Um, but when I went to school, um, somebody sat down with me and said, you know, don't forget about the business aspect of this. So right from the get go, um, I found, uh, you know, I went, went to community college, but when I did go off to a four year, um, university, it was Eastern Illinois, by the way. Okay. Um, and they had a, uh, a program called computer management and it was out of the business school. So, um, so right from the get-go, it was all about not being that geek, but applying it to business. So, Interesting. Um, so that I'm, I'm telling you, I, <clears throat> um, this person I sat down with recently passed away uh, about um, uh, a month or two ago. Um, I know him dearly as Mr. Wang. Um, oh, wow. But he kind of like he completely changed the direction of my life in that like five minutes sit down at the kitchen table. Um, and that's, so that's kind of, you know, I've always been applying 
um, technology to to business problems. Um, so that's I mean, and it sounds early on. Like it sounds like you were doing that when most. I was people lucky were... to know. Yeah, I was. I was lucky to know. Um, you know, I'm I'm older. I I've listened and I've watched some of your podcasts. Okay, thanks. everybody is like half my age, right? Oh, I don't know um, if that's true. I think that's pretty true. Um, so, uh, well, it's good to diversify. Yeah, we gotta, exactly. we gotta get other opinions get, on get here. Get the seniors on here. I love but, it. Um, yeah, so I've been very lucky to kind of know my direction early on, and it's you know it it just kept on building, building, building. Um, I knew what I didn't want to do. Um, I didn't want to work for insurance companies. I didn't want to peddle things. I just, I wanted to build things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so that's what I did. And, and uh, uh, my real, my, is really my second job, but took me all over the world um, teaching people um, how to use our platform. And oh, then wow. from eventually, um, I went into a consulting. I was always doing consulting, so I was always mixed up in in different verticals. Always. Um, and, and what is that? What did that look like? So you you were were you at this company where you were going where you were traveling globally, and then you were just doing like side projects for folks? Not too? side projects. No, I was I was doing when I say consulting, we were doing consulting for other companies. Right? Got it. So got it. Um, yeah. So it, it took me all over. I really blessed to see everything I did started bringing my wife on these trips. So awesome. Oh, awesome. Fun. Awesome. Um, but again, but I, again, just building and building upon it. I, I've, I was lucky enough to work with a lot of different businesses. Um, and so, you know, I never, um, I'm not a master in any one, any one business area. Um, I'm, I think what I just adopt and, and take on, um, different, the, the business strategies of different companies. So okay. that's what I've been doing for, for years. So eventually, um, about 12 years ago, I founded my own startup, um, doing the same thing. Um, I, I would consider myself almost like a, a, a CTO for hire back then. Oh, okay. Um, like a fractional would, CTO type yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Companies that were small enough, they didn't have their own CTO. They had a strategy. They needed to figure out how to, how to make it real. Um, Got it. Using yeah, technology. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was awesome. That was about eight to 10 years of my life. Um, you know, that that and, was something I wanted to ask you about because you and I have had a couple discussions just around the neighborhood about that. So, so what made you go from the route you were on through the companies you worked with as a CTO to then jump and do your own thing like that zero to one, what was kind of the, the reason for that? I could do it better. I mean, really when you start at some point, you start questioning, you know, the people around you mm-hmm. um, in a good way. And I think everybody should do that. But uh, you know, if, if you're not getting heard, um, you kind of raise your voice a little, uh, and you know, and then you eventually say, "I could do this better," and and I'll be happier if I if I do. So that that's kind of what led me um, to start Unify One. Um, like I said, eight to ten years ago, um, just like I just felt a, I could do it better. I, was what, it just I'll tell you? you what. Yes. Yeah, just you. By Solo the way, shop. lesson number one. Okay. Just, just me. The, yeah. You know, there's a Which, lot. I mean, of that's things. a lot of pressure. 
It, it is. And you're doing, you're just doing everything, you know? Um, I knew because I work with so many businesses, I, I knew a lot about every single aspect of it. Um, what I didn't do well in was um, sales mm-hmm. <laughs> and marketing. I'm a delivery guy, right? Like okay. I just get involved. Um, I can close deals, but I, I never could. I was never good at lead generation or getting in front of uh, um a group like if if you can give me uh, a problem um a budget and like 30 minutes with people that make decisions mm-hmm. like i i will close that right but to get to those three things i was never good at um so what so did that, that what was, did that look that like kind of, it was just like not enough deal flow or you have like holes in your deal flow so, kind of thing so the pipeline was okay um but it was it wasn't it wasn't stacked, you know. It wasn't deep. Uh, and then when COVID happened, mm. um, it really, you know, it really changed the way that I was able to sell. I think companies just took a big step back and said, "Let's just pause for a second. Um, and you know, when you didn't have when I didn't I didn't have a pipeline to survive that. Okay. So um, we were, you know, I was totally happy with unify one it was a huge success um profitable every single year um and i guess i could have made a choice to be not profitable for a while but um but i didn't want to do that yeah yeah, so, yeah that makes uh, sense. um sorry about that so is that yeah. is that a, wait is that a is that a house phone rich it's not a it's not a house phone. I was like, wait I'm a minute. Not, I'm not I was like, hold on. I know you're dad-o. really you're really you're really uh proving yourself with the yeah. age thing. I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> That's really cool though. So, because I think you start. I mean, you broke out on your own as an entrepreneur. It seemed like pretty early, right? I mean, in the not grand really. scheme of, I mean, no. I, honestly, I would say the opposite. Um, again, just looking at, at the guests you have on, mm-hmm. they seem really young to me. Like you, look at you, right? Um, so no, I, I started, uh, you know, I was in my mid-40s. Okay, so, all right. So which, no. Which is actually, I mean, I give you a lot of credit for that because I think there's so many people out there, and I've met a lot of people through this, who um, if, they're, if they haven't tried the entrepreneurial route, at that age, usually, you know, you have a mortgage, you have kids. It's really tough. Was that something you, you battled when you thought about starting it on your own? Um, I'm lucky that, you know, my wife was my net, right? She okay. was, um, she was part-time. She was part-time through all of it. Um, but you know what she had was insurance. Oh right? yeah. It's a big piece. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a huge piece. And then, um, so she was kind of my net. Uh, so I was lucky. I, I, I never felt like I was taking a huge, huge risk. Um, we would have never, I know this doesn't sound, um, you know, courageous or anything, but I don't think we would have ever been really suffering. Um, everything was still been under control, you know, and you know why? Because I could have still have just dropped everything and get right back and get a job if if there was failure there. There was nothing I was risking. Um, I know it, it doesn't that makes sound a ton like of sense. a great story. No, yeah, no, no. I like mean, a great story, I, but I, that's I, true. It's just I true. do, I do. For, honestly, from talking to so many people on here, I've, that's one thing that's been a consistent takeaway. Is I think 
the perception of taking the leap is a lot mm-hmm. different than the reality and for for most people right like you might have a really great job if you have a if you have a skill that you want to leverage for your own business i would i would have to guess you know 90% of people they could probably go back to that same industry if it didn't yeah, work out and right. get a job again right especially nowadays with everyone being remote it's probably yeah. easier cuz you're you're i mean a lot of people yeah. can probably you know I don't know. A lot of people can do, can even dip their toe in it today that they couldn't four years ago, three years ago, where you have two laptops and you're doing one day job and in between meetings and in nights and weekends, you can do the other one and kind of get it off yeah. the ground, right? It's changed a lot. Very exactly. Cool. So, so Although what I... was, so COVID happens and then the, the deal flow kind of slows down. Was there a time where you were like, I'm sure there must have been like a, pros and cons of you know you could either spend a lot more time on sales and try to turn it around or inevitably it sounds like you went the other route of trying to find more of a cto job yeah you know i i got it like at some point you need to know what you're not good at Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and uh and you know i sales with unify one it was just always tough um my i was i was hiring bad it was just you know one after another of of sale failures um and that was okay because when you had a when everything was normal things would just come and flow in my lap i couldn't grow very fast but that was fine but yeah like i said once covid hit that was you had to i had to make a decision for sure for sure and then what what was your you must have had um you must have had a lot of ideas of what you wanted to go do next after that. Was it? Would you take some of the experiences from Unify One to then know what sectors you were interested in? So I wanted, um, I just I wanted to take a rest in a way. Um, doing everything for you know over eight years, it, I just I kind of wanted to take a rest. So um, so I did. You know, I took a position. Now, it was a great position, uh, and it w- wasn't this one, um, I, but I, it was a great position, but it, it, um, I was only using about half my brain. I mean, I'm going to be honest, right? Yeah, um, I know. It's fair. And, and uh, it gave me, I had a ton of time um, to do other things. I told myself, I, I started a charity. I told myself I was going to work on this charity with the other half of my brain. Oh, that cool. never happened. I ended up just gaining weight. Okay. <laughs> it's really what happened <laughs> with my extra time and walking babies around the block, which I, is, I've is, seen is, some of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was doing that, not in, incredibly happy, but content, content enough. And then one of my, um, one of my customers from Unify One kind of approached me about an opportunity. Um, and, it, you know, we talked for about six months, actually. Oh, wow. Um, and then it finally, it fi- it, the, the, the moment was right. And, uh, and it's just a great, great, great opportunity. It's just, it's awesome. You know, I, I love, uh, I, it's, it, you know, I love the why in it. We're helping, um in this case, one of our first commodities is going to be cattle and we're helping, you know, small, small town ranchers really. So, um, so it, it, it excites me to, uh, you know, to, to help people and, and to, um, put something out there that I think could really make a difference. So it's, 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 it was a great opportunity. Couldn't say no. 
it kind of sounds like you you were not i mean i know it's not a charity because you obviously guys were making money but it sounds like you're able to kind of mend those two things you were hoping to pull off at first uh, yeah in a way uh sort of in this new role which is cool yeah you're right you're right i mean you know at some point you you know my kids are um just about uh off to college both of them um at some point like what else are you going to do? Like, you, sure. you know, yeah. there's always make more or you can kind of change your life and start helping people. And, and in this case, I'm, I, like I said, I'm doing both. Like it's uh it's not charity, but I, we're definitely helping people. So explain a little bit what this is. So I know, I know we had chatted briefly before over text around, is there like a, is there a blockchain component to what you're doing? Yeah. So, um, again, t- focusing as I always do on the business side, right? That's what it, like, forget about technology. Technology is, should never be main focus and everything. If it is, you're doing something wrong. Oh, okay. Um, but really, you know, what we're doing is we're creating a spot market, not futures, but a spot market for, like I said, underserviced, um, commodities, um, to give you an example, one of the first products we're putting on there is cattle. Okay. Um, and you mean like the buying and selling of cattle? Yes, exactly. Cool. Trading cattle, right? So uh, at one point, um, a rancher was able to make 56% of retail price on their on their meat. Okay. Okay. 56%, 56%. So whatever, to put that in layman's terms, whatever the, whatever like the stake at, wherever you buy your steak or the yeah. restaurant was sold well, for they would make a grocery 50. store. I'm not talking about yeah. like okay. going to okay. Gibson's, like just a grocery store. Sure. Yeah. 56% okay. um, would go into the rancher's pro- um, pocket. It, it's gone down to 16, one six. Oh, wow. I mean, they're suffering. What's right? a lot. What's a lot of that driven by? So I, I think that miss, you know, there's, there's a misperception there that it's inflation. It's inflation. I, I honestly, I think it's greed more than inflation. There's a, there is an, you know, there's an inflation component. Inflation's real, but inflation's what now? 7% a lot. Not, but it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not, what was that? 56 yeah, to 16%. I was going right? to say, yeah. Right. You, so you what's happening that it all just go up right at the end of the day, yeah. end up more on shelf, but they would still make the same cut. Exactly. So what's happening. You think about, um, you got your, your rancher on this side and you got your, you know, your grocery stores or retail here, right? Mm-hmm. What's, what's happening is this, this middleman, um, your brokers are kind of like squeezing everybody. So now mm. our prices are going up. The rancher's um, profit is going down. They're making money, right? Um, meat right now or cattle right now sold two different ways. Um, well, I'm sure there's many different ways. It's, it's, but Two of the main ways you're you're familiar with CME and futures, mm-hmm, right? Sure. And and they have a clearinghouse. They take a big portion of uh, uh, of margin. Okay. Right. When you're when you're putting when you're listing something on um, CME, there's also auction houses. Um, so how does the auction house work? Well, you're you're, uh, you're um, this is kind of neat. In two months, I'm talking about cattle. This is why I love my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but anyways, how does auction house um, houses work? The, the rancher puts their um, their herd or lot onto a truck, 
drive 100 miles. This is in incredibly bad for the animal. They lose weight while doing it. It's very traumatic. They unload them. And basically, you got an, you're, you're told what you're going to get. Oh, wow. They just, and, they just kind and, of give and, you a number. They give you a number. Um, I've heard and, stories where they're working out this number in advance with other brokers. Not legal, but I've heard stories about this. Is it real? I don't know. Let's say it's not real. I don't want to go there. But real but, quick, what, what even like what's driving that? Is it just like demand at grocery stores is then backing up to the clearinghouses? That's, a, that's just how it's always done. Like I don't know. Okay. That's how it's done. That's how they sell their cattle is they have to – they drive it off. Um, and then it gets auctioned. They they take Whoa. them out. They and it's unload by like them. weight, size. That's exactly right. Okay. Okay. Um, a few other factors, and that's, that's another point I'll come to in a second. But just a few other very quick factors, um, and then it's basically a take it or leave it thing. Now, you're not going to leave it because if you leave it, you got to reload the cattle, which is and take them back they're going to lose more weight it's going to be more traumatic and then you've got yeah. to do it all over again right yeah like refeed so them yeah well so you take what you can get um so we're trying to change we're trying to change that right wow we're trying to um give the the rancher and the buyer some some choice so they can they can sell their product before before ever putting them before loading them up, right? Huge advantage. They could take some time and it, it, and there's an asking price. There's a bidding price, just like regular trading, trading. So they, they, um, it just puts the decision process more, um, on them, right? Gives them control over it. So, um, so again, I'm really excited about what we could do, um, to kind of break, break the pro the practices that are, that are going on there, and how are how are we doing it? Well, a couple different ways. Um, I believe in baby steps. By the way, this hasn't come up yet, but I, I want to put something to market as quick as as we can, and then that's of value, of course. But then, um, but then grow it rather than trying to grow it in isolation, spending mm -hmm. a year to do it, and then throwing it out there and being wrong. Right, so like this a, is, a minimal viable product. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Get it, get, get it out there, but get it out there as, as soon as you can. Um, and I've, I've put other products out into the market as well. And I, that's one of the lessons learned early on is just get it out there as quick as possible. So it's not going to have every bell, you know, it's, it's not going to have every feature, every mm -hmm. bell and whistle is not going to be there. Sure. Um, but it'll but, at least start the process of changing. Exactly. It will, it will, uh, bring immediate value and then we'll just be able to build on it. So, so this, this product isn't out yet. Um, we're, we, it was out, we took it down, um, since I've been here and we're, you know, retooling it a bit and we're going to be re-releasing it, um, probably mid, uh, first quarter to second quarter of next year. Okay, uh, got it, yeah. got it, got it. So, and this this is going to sound like a funny question, but there, it'll make sense in a second. Do you watch Yellowstone by chance, the TV show? So I believe it or not, we have a um I know uh our one of our product managers is in Oklahoma. Um, okay. And he's like, "Have you not seen this yet?" And it's like, like it was last so week's I, episode. This is like literally what this happened. So this I whole heard, conversation. It was so cool. This. It was I this would be the best. This. You guys should honestly, Rich, you guys should clip it and use it in marketing if you do that yeah. at all. 
It's, well, they, it's so this our marketing teams like they want to be on the show. They want us to be talked about on the show. So, um, well, do you know so, how the do you know how the scene played out? No, I don't. Long, don't long story. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't even want to know. Go ahead. Because it's go interesting. Ahead. It's because it, the reason I say it's interesting is that it was the last episode, um, and then they pause, and it's not coming back until the summer, I think. So, like, I don't even know if they filmed the other half yet. Like, it's just that this was the last episode, so th- you never know. Like, they could change the next episode. Long story short, he he's his family's owned this this ranch in Montana for two hundred years, and slowly but surely. It, he's making less and less and less. So it's a very political show where like he just became governor of Montana too. So there's like all these, it's, it's a wild show, but he's not a good businessman. He's just, he's been a rancher forever. And that's like what he loves. His daughter is not interested. I mean, she loves the ranch, but she's not interested in running it ever. She's like a crazy savage businesswoman. And literally in this, la- in this last episode, She's talking to him because some disease comes over the cattle or like at least one. So they have to go transition all these cattle to Oklahoma and like rent land for the next year because their land uh. basically is screwed. They have to like regrow everything. She's running numbers with them and saying like, dad, like we cannot afford this. Like it, th- we will go out of like your ranch will go under like there's you will have to sell the ranch because you can't afford to pay for the cattle somewhere else. Um, and then he go, and then she asked him, how much do you make per pound of meat? And he gave her a number. I can't remember the number. And she was like, wait, what? That's like all we make per thing. And she goes online. There's another ranch in Texas that they're like friends with. And she's on their website. They're Uh selling their cattle on their website for like legitimately like 10 X the price per pound. It's in like stakes just through D to C like just website sales. And so they're having this conversation and she's like, Dad, we need to just switch from this type of cattle to this overnight yeah. and make 10x more. Anyway, you your team should get excited about well, it. Well, it it's was, about it was, again, it's about applying technology, you know, to a problem. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's so cool. I literally as soon as you started talking about cattle, I was thinking of that scene. I'm like, I wonder if you've seen this. That's super cool. Um, well, very interesting. So, is it going to be is it going to be like its own platform so would it be like its own trading platform that's just for cattle or is this a platform that like cattle's like a stock it's like one thing on the platform and there's gonna so be it's uh things. it is gonna be the first commodity on the platform but we will be um putting other commodities on there for oh, sure nice. corn okay. wheat um we're talking to um some some metal companies um how, yeah and how like is this just a and by the way, I, I'm so, so, so lucky because, um, you know, my, the weakness I had, uh, is, is I, I just, I'm working and paired up with some awesome, um, people that can get this product out there. Um, they have the connections, they have the, the product knowledge. That's the first thing they have the product mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, you know, we have board members that have worked that have been on the board of CME, um, our CEO um, has traded uh, dairy before. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So we're, you know, er, all, my weaknesses um, are are taken care of by the people I work with. So I'm really lucky. That's the really key, lucky. right? It, it's I a, mean, you it gotta is have... really a perfect uh, opportunity. I, I always think in bi- the businesses that I've talked to and I've worked at that have been successful, they're always made up of... It's not like one person knows how to do everything. It's just that you have – it's like a puzzle piece where all of the it's exactly, leaders – exactly – puzzle piece is exactly right. Yeah. Like even in my business today, I just have one – me and my 
co-founder Kyle, like everything Kyle is amazing at, I suck at. And everything I'm good at, he sucks at. And we like yeah. are open about that and know that. And we just, we know both know exactly what we're good at and what we're not good at. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that, and that was one of the takeaways from Unify One that I didn't want to repeat. Right. I, my, uh, my next business, if I had a next business, mm-hmm. um, I was going to make sure I didn't do it by myself. And uh, so I might not have been there um, in the founding stages of this company. Sure. Um, but, you know, I'll be there with the re-release of the product, and um, which that's that's cool, especially as the yeah. CTO, right? Because it's probably I'm sure you're going through a lot of changes from the first one. Yeah. When did so? When did this company launch, like officially? I want to say it's a year and a half, two years old right now. Oh, so it's I mean that's young though. Yeah. It, like to have a, a yeah an app, like an app that's already launched, that's pretty impressive. And what? Sorry, what's the company called again? It's a Global Smart Commodity Group. Global Smart Commodity Group, and yeah. so. And for for people listening, I mean, is this this is truly a tool for ranchers and it's like it's like it's two it's basically being a middleware for two different parts of this transaction, right? Exactly today, right. And, yeah, and today, we're a platform that brings both sides together. Um and we'll we're you know, we're already um working with and thinking about adding transportation to this. So um you know, that was one that is... I thought right away because I was thinking, um, well, you know, my wife, Kelly, obviously, like she's dealing with like, in her company. They they're like always scheduling trucks, for example, uh, uh-huh. to like deliver stuff back and forth. And I, when I listen to her have conversations, I'm like, it's the wildest process. Like you're, they're like, we want to go from here to here. What's your price? And it's like they're all competing. And it's like it feels so yeah. random to me as like an analytical person. I'm like, are they just throwing prices out? And no, so they just... don't they don't like the the few initial conversations we've had, um, trying to think, am I going to burn myself? By yeah, no, this? we don't say anything but that you they, don't want to. They don't, but they don't. Um, I think uh, competition scares them a little, right? Sure, it gives um, this gives a lot more. I'm sure this allows people well, like trans- my wife. It's transparency. It's transparency. Um, yeah, and by and by and that goes back to blockchain. Why are we using blockchain? Not because of the buzzword, right? It's it's because of um, what it could what it could do for um, the supply chain, and and one of those things is transparency. Getting these these different pieces in the supply chain puzzle working together better, right? It's, it's a decentralized platform to help out with that. So we're you know I know there's been a lot of talk, especially with the downfall of FTX of cryptocurrencies. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's just one use of blockchain, and it, it gets all the visibility, and and I understand why, but um, but you can't, you know, y- y- you can't make a judgment on blockchain just because of what cryptocurrency is doing. And you're, I think you're a fan of cryptocurrency. Huge. I am. Of I both. Am not. Well, I, I am not. I would actually. Uh, you know, it's funny. Maybe a misconception of me. I I'm a fan of cryptocurrency because of blockchain. So, like. Oh. Ethereum, that's that blockchain technology is what I'm the most like. That's what I've been holding on to for almost a decade. Just because I I think blockchain technology and what you're working on is the is the part of it that I'm I am the so most bullish on. Using, this may change, but right now we're using the same blockchain um, of that cryptocurrency. Ethereum. Oh, you are. Yeah, that's what I wanted that, to ask. Okay, but uh, but we're not. But we're not. We're on the private. There's a private version of that. We're not on the public version of that for now. And Again, what is that the, may change, but that's what we're doing right now. 
Is there and one thing I don't know very well? I it was funny back in college, my cousin was like super into this stuff, so he was always the one teaching me. Honestly, I learned a lot from him, and that's why I was so bullish on that blockchain. Is there like since then? I mean, are there like tons of different block? Like, is every cryptocurrency that uses a blockchain technology a different blockchain you could technically use for the um, technology? No, they um they they all have you know, their common features. I think there's just like maybe three or four main ones. Um, okay. So, and, but, and, but they all branched off. So even, even out of the, you know, the ones that are there, they branched off basically from the, the, the same one or two that were there at the beginning. So um, there's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of, yeah. And this is going to be really hard because it's almost impossible to explain this in, in layman's terms. I personally think blockchain is one of the most, it's like, out of any topic I've had on here, I feel like it's the most complicated to simplify. You maybe not. Do you, do you feel like there's like for people listening who don't really have any idea what the blockchain is or what what it means? Do you have an easy way of explaining it? It's um, a decentralized digital ledger. And what's decentralized mean? Decentralized Sorry, meaning down. okay, meaning many nodes, right? If you think about. Um, you think about a bank, uh, again, going with the crypto uh, example, you think about a bank, it's a single, it's a single node. Um, well, so just like think of Chase, Chase Bank, for example. Yeah. Now think of it being replicated, you know, in a thousand different places, right? It's decentralized. Each node has a copy of the same ledger and that's where the trust comes in. That's where the transparency. If one of those, one out of a thousand has something a little different, there's a problem. And, mm-hmm. and you immediately know that. That's why it can't be changed. That's where the security comes in. That's where the trans- transparency comes in is because it's replicated um, so many times, right? And, and how, why do people replicate this? That goes into the mining. They get rewarded um, with, in the, in the crypto example, they get rewarded with Bitcoin, these miners. So they want to replicate this digital ledger. Right. Okay. And every time it's replicated, which now takes a ton of energy to do, right? Like the mining nowadays takes crazy amount of time. Huge. I mean, yeah, that gets into uh, um, consensus algorithms and and they're changing those to make it, you know, a little better. Um, But yeah, but either, no matter what, it's hard. It, It should be hard because that's what makes it secure. That's, you know, is, is that it is so hard and that's why it can't be changed because it is so hard. You know, each, each little entry is called the block. There's a, you know, and it contains two things, the address and, and the data. Um, mm, the that IP could address? Take, um, no, the address to the next block. Oh, so it, just think of an entry. Let's, instead of calling them blocks, let's call them entries. So, so and what's um, an entry? Entry could just be like a transaction. Could be, it could be anything. Yeah, it could be, um, it could be, you know, in the supply world, it could be, I planted the seed on this date, right? Oh, to so all, we, okay. To, <clears throat> to all the way to, um, I harvested it on this date and now it's being transported on this date. It's just, it's, it could be any entry that you, you could think of. Um, it, you know, in, in the, in the end, it's a data structure. It's kind of equivalent to a, uh, to a database, because and, um, and when you so that example where you just said so if you said you know if, if one transaction was a seed was planted on this day 
isn't it true too? Like within that transaction, every single transaction before it is with is captured in that block. So it's like it's always building bigger and bigger and bigger. And well, it's bigger not. And it's bigger. a separate block, but yes, it's another transaction. And like you said, it's con- it's it's continuous, um, and it builds upon each other. And that's why you can't change it because mm-hmm. if you change it, you got to change the 500 before it and the 500 after it basically have to rewrite the whole ledger. And that's impossible. If you think and purposely every entry could take as long as 10 minutes, right? If you have, if you have a thousand entries, um, if I did the math here, 10, 10,000 minutes, right? 10,000 minutes. Um, it, that's roughly like seven days, right? To, seven days of processing time to change a ledger that's a thousand deep. Now there's different nodes. Everybody, there's there could there's hundreds of nodes. You can't do that. Like you can't change, you know, every single one. Um, so that so that's it, what makes it, uh, you know, unchangeable. So would it be would it be true that when I bought my first Ethereum coin back in 2014, like that transaction of me purchasing it is still on, it's on the same ledger oh, yeah. within the blockchain that everyone else is be. using. Yeah. It yeah, has yeah. To be. That's what's crazy to think about. Like what, yeah. it's been eight years and it's just right. like it's, everyone transacting today still has my transaction in there within yeah. there. And, and I'm, you know, I use the example of a, a thousand entries. I mean, your example, it's, it's thousands upon thousands of entries, Right. Um, since, probably even more, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, millions, I bet, right? Yeah, yeah. Because so like, how many transactions have happened since? I mean, with NFTs and everything else that have come out, I bet that right. It's 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 not. Do we even know like how well, many transactions? No, not everything's on the same ledger. But oh, that's right. Um, okay. Yeah. So even I even I can't fully wrap my head. It's it's wild to me. So okay. So so then with what you're doing with cattle. You guys are you, that technology. Essentially, you can take that's the way one it piece works. of it, right? That's just okay. one piece of it. Is, um, and we're doing this in baby steps, but uh, eventually we want to um, we want to follow the entire supply chain, right? But um, but right, the other things we're doing is we're introducing data points that have never been introduced. Um, before on a system for these mm. types of commodities, you would think they would, but they haven't. So things like um, breed, you know, Angus beef, for example, um, things like the the color of the of the cattle, um, all these different components, and and I'm sure that our product manager in Oklahoma is screaming at me if he's hearing this because I don't know all <laughs> of them by heart. But there, you know, there's about maybe ten different attributes. Um, these, these, the cattle has, uh, they're briefly mentioned at the auction house very fast. Um, okay. when, when we're talking CME, they don't even touch on these data points. If you look at CME, it's basically, uh, you know, two types of cattle feeder and live. Okay. And then they, and then they talk about the weight. That's it. Right. So, um, we're, we're trying to bring premium price to the supplier mm-hmm. using premium data like these, like these other data points, something that right now CME just doesn't offer. And at the auction house, um, we're doing the same thing, premium um, product with pre- and premium prices, but we're doing it 
we're giving control to that rancher a different way, and that's by making the sale, you know, earlier on without the transportation involved. So in both cases, um, we're we're just we're bringing these the, the these premium um, value products, you know, right to um, right to the rancher and again the the buyer themselves. So today, how is there any? There's nowhere where this is all being tracked, like. If you're a rancher, are you just keeping track manually in the past of what you've sold cattle for, and you're you kind of have it in the back of your head the numbers you know have been accurate over time? There are different systems um, out there, okay, but nothing that can that brings it all together. And by the way, we're hoping to integrate um, to those different systems, right? So we're we're in the works of putting together what we call a track and trace. Um, oh. application mm-hmm. will work on your 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 phone or your tablet um so so the rancher can document these different stages uh, of the cattle and 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 it'll be part of our platform but that said there's already systems out there that does this so we're just going to try to integrate them into um our trading platform got it yeah i was gonna, that was my next question is are do you guys have any competition is this is there other companies in this space that are trying to do the same thing or do you feel like you guys kind of have it cornered what we're doing not not with the extended data not with the black um, blockchain component not with the physical spot market you know we're bringing all these different pieces together um i'm sure that there's going to be competition yeah which is probably uh, why it's i mean why it's important to get out quick right i mean that's part of that game i think is on technology at least there's definitely some urgency for sure yeah yeah Um, is there yeah. a is there a lot of excitement from the rancher community for this? Like, I feel like for them, to in my mind, and obviously I don't know this even an ounce as much as you do, but from just talking to you today, it seems like the ranchers above all would be fired up about this. We we for sure have a lot of interest out there. Um, we still have a lot to prove, but we there's definitely a lot of interest. Um, mm-hmm. We're carefully, you know, starting to bit, pick who our beta customers are going to be, our beta users. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You know we those would make be sure... those would be ranchers, and then do you have to have a clearinghouse also, like sign up? For no, this? no, no. You don't have to. House. No, in fact, that's why we're, oh. we're trying to cut out um, some of the clearinghouse. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. That's I was going to say tra- that would be that's with the, doing that with the track and trace app, um, and you know with blockchain, we're trying to take out the clearinghouse. Like that's the whole. That's how we can bring down that margin that the broker meet has now. Is just take out that clearinghouse, or or at least it'll maybe look a little different than it does mm-hmm. now. Sure. And so, when this is put into place and it's in, a, it's working. It's it's something that a rancher can use. Would the goal then also be, like, will the rancher be able to like push back and be, wait, hold on, this cattle x with the same exact features just went for this price mine should go for this is that what it's like is that how it'll be used by the ranchers yeah, or it's a it's a bid and ask platform right so they're going to list their inventory and put an asking price in there um and you know and then go and then go along with their daily work and, and, oh, and it might get it, it. might okay. get sold or it might not get sold and yeah they could Oh, I, so it's, it's not, asking. it's not, it's actually not even working with the clearinghouses because it's, 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 t- it's no, going directly, directly to the, per- oh, that's right. I get it. I get it. I get it. Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't making that connection. So got it. So in that way, to your point, they're not hauling cattle 
and then trying to figure it out. They'll actually have they'll have a contract locked in before they leave. With that's the exactly right. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like a no brainer. I know. I know. Are the, are the clearinghouses going to freak out about this? Um, because how do they uh, make? We, we they have don't make some. Uh, uh, extra security on our street. I'm not sure. No. <laughs> I start um, seeing black I mean, SUVs and be like, what's going it's, on, Rich? It, it's it's going to change some things. It's going to change some things. Yeah. Yeah. And I you're, you guys are, yeah, you're disrupting. I love, I, I love yes. it too. That's exciting. I mean, the ca- the cattle industry from what I, I mean, I, and again, I'm just hearing this anecdotally. I do feel like that's an industry where, uh, well, maybe thinking of dairy. I feel like big dairy is the one that always seems to Uh-oh. like they do crazy stuff. Haven't you heard of that? <laughs> like, As I said, my C, yeah. our CEO is a, is a uh, you know comes. Oh from yeah, that. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, so, it's just it's a wild. It's such a huge industry. It's cool I've though, heard Rich. I've heard stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's really cool. It's one of those things where um, disruption it seems way past due. Like even just hearing this, and you obviously have you again, you know way more about this. But from what you've told me, I and mean, that me just having very limited knowledge, what a dumb process to haul cattle, then figure out the price. I know, and then you're I stuck. Know. Like it makes no sense. It's 2022, and we're we have Amazon deliveries in four hours, but we that like you know what I mean. Like it just seems like something that should have been changed a long time. I know. Ago. Yeah, and I, and I again, there's other ways that it gets sold, but but um, at auction houses still, you know. Um, most the most utilized one of the most utilized ways it does get they do get sold that's so, so yeah, interesting i know it's crazy and this it is ca- crazy like you said in 2022 yeah i mean it just that seems like no yeah. no brainer is and can this be used will this primarily just be a u.s based product and then i i mean no, I, imagine this, I mean no global so it's you know we've been in touch with people all around the world and it's it like there are ranchers in africa that tell you the same story that's oh, going on in, in oklahoma it's it is nuts the problem is the same mm-hmm. so um so yeah no we're again baby steps baby steps but uh we we will be global and that's so, hence our name um global got it yes group right what, so yeah. what is yeah what what is, and this might be a loaded question but what what's the end goal So, yeah. If you can't share just, that, that's fine. I'm just genuinely curious. It seems like an um, enormous opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I have, especially if you're talking about I just one cattle's to, I, one example. I don't want to speak for the company right now on this because my end goal is obviously to help, um, you know, help this the smaller farmer, small rancher. Really, honest to God, that's like that's what I want to do. Obviously, the the business has different end goals, sure, um, than I do. But, um, but you know, you hear these stories. I mean, they're losing money so much that they're not just selling the feeder cattle. They're selling the cattle that reproduces the feeder cattle. So it, it's getting to a point where, you know, you're not going to have anything. If you can't, you know, if you can't have more cattle, that's it. But you're done. I was right? going to say, so, is, there, is there a chance, and, and, you know, maybe this sounds a little negative, but. Is there a chance if something like this didn't come into play, you know, fast forward 10, 15, 20 well, years, is there just a I lot mean, of the ranchers large, out of business? The large, you know, the large companies are still going to be okay. We're, sure. we're focusing on your, your small, like I said, underserviced commodities is what we're okay. focusing on. And this is the smaller rancher. Um, but yeah, big, the big companies are always going to survive. 
like the big, big, big ranches yeah. that are like they, hundreds you know, it's of all miles. About, it's all about control, right? Mm-hmm. You have, um, and we're not tackling this yet, but we, we, you have packaging companies that, um, you know, they buy their cattle like as soon as they're born. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's not the right term to say born, but you know. Yeah, um, no, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we're focusing, when you look at the supply chain, right now we're focusing to the left of the packaging company. And okay. ca- again, cattle is just the first one. I mean, that yeah. we, we might be tackling one of the hardest initially. I was going to say, it seems like, well, so, it, and then is the thought you would, would you get a minimal viable product out for cattle and then move on to another commodity? Or are you going to try to get cattle right and then move on to another commodity? I think we're going to, we're going to do where the market takes us. Um, you know, we have to, at some point, our seed money is, is, is going to last forever. It's going to run out. Right. So, yeah. um, there's a race to make, uh, some revenue and that will, you know, that, that will fund ongoing, um, enhancements and improvements. It, so and how does that do- work? Is it just like a percentage of the deal flow? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll take a percentage, a much, much, much smaller cut, though. Um, that's happening now. Got it. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and our beta customers, uh, to be honest, we're, we're going to take a a tiny cut, if nothing. Like we we want to people to jump on this platform, sure, um, as quickly as possible. So isn't that kind of the? Isn't that how a lot of? Te- I mean, you would know this better than me. Isn't that how a lot of tech? platforms usually start you like give it out for free you get people yeah. onto the platform and then yeah. figure out ways to monetize it and that's that changes a little right and sometimes i mean look at twitter they're still trying to figure out how to monetize it right yeah so that's good. It's a good there, there's example. some danger there's some danger in that and that's why i don't think we're yours we seems to... a little more straightforward though like you could monet you just if you monetize the transaction flow that's a lot easier than you know trying to put ads for brands on tweets. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yours is a little more straightforward. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. What's well, tangible. Exactly. 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 That is super cool, Rich. Well, I had no idea. That's, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that was a issue. I, I mean, I, I just watched that episode of Yellowstone. So I kind of had a, a little idea that something <laughs> else was kind of crazy. I gotta put this on my list. Yeah. You do gotta watch it. It is, yeah. it is, it's, it's super cool for you. Well, honestly, the, that show in general, I mean, it's like probably my favorite show on TV. Um, but it's all sort I mean, the, the cattle industry is that that's what it's, it's not all about that, but the ranch that they own, I mean, that's what it's all about and and they own cattle. So it's cool. It would probably give you a whole nother, you know what I mean? It just gives you a deeper, under, not even a deeper understanding, but, uh, cause I think the show is pretty accurate. Like I think I genuinely, they spent a lot of time, Kevin Costner, I, I know he produced it. Uh, he's also the main actor in it and it's supposed to be, supposed to be I mean, it's supposed to be pretty accurate. We'll see, but that's super cool. Um, so what is the next, you know, what's the, what's like, what's the one for you guys? I feel like, and it's hard for a startup because one year from now is going to be, feel like 10 years, but what's the next like one, three, five, hopefully look like for you guys. Do you have that kind of laid out? I mean, we got to get something out there. Um, you know, like I said, we're kind of retooling this and putting it out. We, we got to, there's almost, you know, I'm used to more urgency to be honest. Um, they well, owning your own thing is probably yeah. Like, like I know, don't mess around. Like I'm looking, yeah. So I'm um, I'm trying to 
motivate everybody. Like we, there's just there's the sense of urgency to get this thing out the door. Sure. Um, so I think you know next year you're gonna you're gonna see this launch. You're gonna see. Um, we already know we have a you know a backlog of an, of high priority enhancements that we're gonna start doing. Um, I think we'll bring in um, some new products. Uh, maybe towards the third quarter or fourth quarter of next year, we'll bring in other commodities. Um, we're also looking to maybe white label this. Oh, uh, cool! And, yeah, I've and, never heard and, of that. The white label technology, like a white label technology. So instead of, um, I don't want to give too much away of the companies we're talking to. Yeah, but basically, sure. let them use the platform to to list their own commodities. Um, and then we, you know, we're basically license, licensing there. it out. Yeah, we're basically licensing it out uh, instead of everything coming out of on our platform. So um, that will that will be happening. Uh, and then I think, like I said, we're probably going to we want to get in more into um, the supply chain. Uh, so that's probably year two and three is start adding transportation. Might happen sooner again. Um, I'm all about, this is why I formed Unify One, the, my first company is let the wind take you. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 where, right. Yeah, just don't, you're, don't set your goals in stone. Like, it, let, let's see what, where, where we can go. Sure, sure. No, it seems like, I mean, there's, there's obviously a million different directions you guys could take this in. So that, that makes a ton of sense. Um, yeah. What, so well, it'd be cool to talk to you once it's out and live. I'm so curious to hear. Maybe we'll have That's to have you back on. That, to do that. Then I'll need the bourbon. Like yeah, that. yeah, you yeah. Can't, I'll be banging <laughs> on your door. <laughs> I just need something. Yeah, no, that we we'll definitely should do that. That would be really fun. Um, one tangible question I'm curious on, just because I'm I'm always interested in like process for you guys. You know, being a CTO and you have a team now, obviously. What do you, you and you guys are all remote? Is that true? So, no. Oh, um, no, no. We are not. Um, I'm big. Again, call me old. But oh, uh, you, like, you like the office I thing. like the we office. You got to remember, like, I was remote for the last year and a half on this, you know, this other gig. And I, I just gained weight. I'm losing my mind. I was losing my mind. Literally losing yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's so, tough. Um, yeah. So, I just, I think, I think the energy is there. Um that you can't replace work, you know, through this. Um, so I'm a big fan of getting into the office. I go to the office now four times a week. Now, oh wow, okay, yeah. But I do work with people that are remote. Like I said, our product managers out of Oklahoma, and uh, um, we have an, uh, another person uh, that's uh, a head of a division in in Texas and Houston, um, not Houston, Austin, Austin. So. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're not, and, and of course, obviously, um, we do a lot of software development uh, remotely. So okay. our team, um, our well, team that's what current... I, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you guys have some sort of software you use to like? Because with tech companies, what I've always been curious of is how do you guys keep track of all the things you're trying to work on and change and like enhancements, and how mm -hmm. do you prioritize what's getting done first? Is there like some sort of app or Google sheet you're using or something? Yeah, I, for the past. This is not chains, and with everything that has changed, we use um, something called Jira. Uh, oh, okay. Any software yeah. developer knows is laughing right now because it's it's 
everybody I know uses it. Um, and I've been using it for over a decade. Okay. Um, okay. Now. And that, and that, you know, we create what we call stories and epics through there. We work with the project management team to prioritize them and then Got um, it. And the developers, okay. and then we use it to track the progress of developers. So that's oh, our main yeah, platform. Then you can see, sorry, yeah, you can see know exactly what they're working on um, every day. You know, I meet with the developers. Um, I meet with them myself actually uh, right now and 15, 30 minutes a day, every single day, um, making sure that there's, you know, they did what they said they were going to do and sure. understand what they're going to do tomorrow and making sure there's no, uh, no blockers I can help them with. So, Oh, that's that right. yeah. Cause I mean, I can imagine, if, I can imagine if a day or two goes by where there's not progress on the development yeah. side, like that. Yeah, could no, be a we huge... can't, yeah. We can't have that right now. Oh yeah. Is, yeah. Then there no, cannot makes... be any. That's, that's cool. Jira. I remember we, uh, at our X bar, we actually used that at the very end. That's how we, we our, oh, okay. our, our IT team just got overwhelmed with things everyone needed. So they were like, Nope, just put it in Jira. We're not going to, it was like, cause we were all using like Slack and Google, uh, Oh. We're just like messaging them, like, "Hey, can you help me with this?" Do you, oh, you God. do this? And they were like, "No, no, you're no, hated. No. You will be hated by it, any developer." That's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, cool. Well, Rich, we we're coming towards the end. I know we already went over. I know you got a lot to do. We were, before we started recording, we were talking about, or maybe it was once we were started recording. You got a big, uh, big Christmas Eve dinner. You're about to. Prep, yes. So I know you got stuff to go do. Um, yeah. Everyone I have on here, I love to ask some of the same questions. And if you've listened to a few episodes, and if you made it to the end, you've heard these. So I maybe you've prepped, maybe you haven't. Um, the first one, and I'm I'm curious of this one, just being you've I've never had a CTO in here before, so this is really interesting. But what do you use? You've never had anybody over 35 before, so no, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. I'm trying to think who my <laughs> oldest guest has been. Um, I have to go back and look. I've had some I've had some people in their middle age, probably. I don't know. Well, I don't know what middle age is even. Now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, what's is that? Am I middle age now? Am I still? I don't even know. Um, but what do you use to plan? You know, life goals, annual goals, all the way down to just daily tasks. Are you a? You seem like you probably are an app guy, or are you a pen and paper kind of guy? What tools do you use to get shit done? I'm gonna laugh. Is this, this a? Is, so I still oh, like okay. writing okay. things down. I'm um. You know, I've tried different ways to organize myself, and I just like the idea of writing things. So um, this is a super note. I've been through a bunch of them. Um, I'm sending super back note. my yeah. I'm sending back my uh, my scribe. My uh, what's the Amazon one um, that came out? Kindle Scribe. Okay. Um, I ordered that to try writing on it. Don't yeah. like it. That's going back. Um, but it's I, funny because you're so you're basically a pen and paper guy, but not because you're a tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I try, you know, OneNote. Um, I when I'm not doing this, I use OneNote. Um, but I'm going to tell you too, like I am not as organized as um, as I know. I see other people. Like I okay. am not that guy. Like oh my god, you are such a person that is in a routine. You know that defines you, and yeah, I, it I is. admire that. Like I, I think. I wish I could be like that. I am not like that. Um, no, you so could if I, you wanted to. But you sound like you have a creative mind that I don't have. I, I don't know if I could. I, well, I should be. It, by the way, it would help me mentally if I was. But um, what I do is I, I, uh, 
I get to the office or I get up and I, I jot down what I'm going to do that day. Um, and if it spans two days, um, so I'd be, you know, it's a to-do list that, that could span a week and I make sure I get it done before I stop working. Um, okay. So you, or I'm it, at least a stopping point until I stop working. So that's what I do. I, you know, this is something that every team I ever led, I kind of stressed, like, don't just have um, a vision and a goal of what you're doing that day. Don't let the whole day go by and, and, you know, you don't, you don't really have an agenda, like know I'm what you're going to do. I have it over on my desk. I should, I, I use something called a, uh, so well, so actually, let me back up. So you write things down, but do you do you use like, or do you, is your team have like anything where like it's like a depository for everything that has to get done, or do you just kind of keep it in your head and you just kind of know? So again, for for enhancements, and we use Jira um, for all that, but oh, but yeah. but for bigger um, like more long term goals, uh, we should we don't. Um, and that's like a cultural thing in a company and I'll, I'll probably sure. have to work with the other, you know, the other leaders Execs on that. Yeah. To get that done. No, I mean, um, that's interesting. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that too. Uh, I use something that's, it's on paper, but it's called a full focus planner and there it's just, it's super simple. Really. It's, you know, there's like a monthly and a weekly portion that you plan okay. out, but then so like it's daily, the same, yeah. Daily, it's like uh, it has the day, and on the left, it's like a just you'd open it up. On the left side, it has what's yeah. called your big three. So I, don't know if so I, I, I have to pick like my three biggest tasks for the day. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and then you I can don't... put your other tasks below. That's helped me prioritize what's like truly important each day. Yeah, it's a simple thing. So anyway, what gonna... is it, what is what is this called again that you're using? This here. Um, the one I'm kind of settling on. Some feel like pencil, some feels like pen. The one I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm settling on is called Supernote. Supernote. Um, Have you heard yeah. of the only one I, I get pitched their ads all the time? I've never tried. It's called Remarkable. Remarkable too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Similar thing. Though. I had a friend who was gonna loan me theirs to try. Um, so it was on my list to try. Uh, I never did, but I think that's more. Like, it's great for like drawing things. And it feels like a pencil, but, sure. um, I just, you know, I just want to write things down. So this, yeah. this works for me. It's weird, Rich. I don't, I mean, I, I'm one of those people too, that like, I have a routine, but when that comes to that kind of stuff, I'm such like a ping pong ball of like, now I'm going to use an app. Now I'm going to use my planner. Now I'm going to like, I need to stick with, I, I'm probably going to stick with this for 2023 because it's funny when I'm consistent and I, every morning I just spend, it's only taking yeah. five minutes, even five my, minutes of writing it out. Yeah. I feel even so much my better. phone, you know, I have, um, I have oh, a yeah, stylus you, with my phone. So I, whenever I, I text sure. you, it's green. I'm always shaking my head. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you're a true tech guy, you have a you have something that's Android based and not a- Apple based. That's absolutely right. Yeah, every tech I've ever met has been. They're like, I'm not using Apple. It's so funny. Yeah, so you, you can even do it on your phone. Yeah, there you go. I love that. Well, that's cool. No, I, I think it's interesting. Even someone at your level, you know what I mean. That you still like every day. It's an, it, and that's cool. You tell your teams that. Like, don't just let the. Because what's the saying I heard the other day? It was like, if you don't plan your day, your day will plan you. Like, you'll just end up like putting fires out all day that like yeah. you think are important because it came in your email and it's not actually what you probably need to get done. And I, and do what I try to that. do too. If I if I'm working on something, and I get diverted, 
you know, what I'm trying to do is just write it down and go back, not get mm. diverted and start working on that thing and then have, you know, five yes. tasks open. Which I think is uh, why writing it down, if I like had to stop and think about it, I think that's why writing it down, having it on like paper or whatever you have right there next to you, it's like a disconnect from your laptop. Of Because if, you, if your to-do list for me is, if it's another tab on my laptop, it's just too easy to like hit the other tab that could be email or another thing that or slack or anything that can distract me on my laptop it's like such so helpful to have it like written down next to me as a separate source i don't know why yeah ex- exactly yeah i i'm feel the same way but and and so divide the devices up that's why one note wasn't quite working for me because it was on the same it was on yeah. the same thing if it's all on the same screen and maybe i think i have add too so i think part of it's that i just start like bouncing around apps and then I'm just, i, like, I what, know what, what I am i focused ADD. on what am i i do too i'm for sure yeah um the next one rich is a source of knowledge that you want to share with everyone listening or watching today so could be a, a podcast you've listened to recently a book an article anything that you find you know, Boy, was, see, was something I didn't that... prepare for this. Um, <laughs> it could be anything, you know, anything that, you know, something that stood out to you or is memorable recently. A source of knowledge. Um, there, you believe it or not, there's not one thing that I go back to all the time. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, you know, I have my uh, I have my daily podcasts, but they're they're more news related. Uh, mm, I listen to okay. the daily. Um, I listen to uh, something called Mosh News. I don't know if Mosh, you've heard news? Of Mosh News. No, I haven't. Highly, highly recommended. Uh, he started on Instagram. Um, yeah. It, uh, okay. It's, it's very middle of the road. It's just the facts, um, but he does it like fast. Oh, um, cool. So he, so and his podcast, his daily podcasts are like twenty minutes. Oh, um, nice! So it's nice yeah. and easy digestible. Yeah. It's not too long. And then you pick things, obviously, like your your show. Things you pick up that you might not listen to every day, but it's I don't. It's not a routine for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I might look it up to solve a problem. Um, yeah, but I don't listen to something every day. Podcasts are great for that. I, 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 my one gripe with podcasts today, and maybe there's a way to do it that I just don't know about. If you had a problem, like it's easy to go to YouTube and be like, "How do I do this?" Uh-huh. And then there's, like you can see really high quality videos and people with great reviews. Podcasts have so much. There's so much knowledge baked in. Uh, if there was a way to like kind of filter through. First of all, podcasts, episodes. Like search with, through them, yeah. And then within episodes, find like key things. Um, it's just a ton of audio, I'm sure. It's, it's hard to depict what's what and, and where. But, you know, same thing as like a, you, the way you'd go to YouTube on like a house. Yeah, you know video. what? That's not that hard to, to develop. So hey, there must be an, another business why, idea. Yeah, the there must be a, why, a reason why they haven't done it. Um, wow, I, just a friend that I haven't seen in ages just came up. <laughs> um yeah rich is rich so, is talking anyways, to people there we go so funny um okay well, well, yeah well, so yeah we I'm can gonna, wrap it up let's wrap right. it up um, okay i will also i'm gonna i'll link everything to here just like how to get a hold of you wait well, just um, one sec hold on, one yeah for second. sure for sure 